0: everybody and welcome to The Bed Effect. Today we will be talking to the dead in medium. See you on the other side. to discuss the medium are my friends mike hello craig hello and luke
1: hi there
0: (laughs) now we decided for the spooky month of january that it'd be fun to do the medium mainly because i saw a trailer and went "Ooh, that looks cool i didn't quite get what i bargained for Before we discuss this, Craig. Yes? Give me stats. The medium was developed by
2: Bloomberg Team. Published by Bloomberg Team. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Music was composed by Arcadius Rykowski. What a name. Uh, I love that. It was released on Xbox, Series X, S, PlayStation 5, and Luna. Still uh, going on for some strange reason. In September ish 2021, or, you know, February 2022 for the Luna. It is a single-player, kind of, ad- adventure psychological horror, third-person adventure game. And, yeah, that's about it. It comes from a, a team that I know and trust, so I had high hopes coming into this.
0: I thought there would at least be, you know, some kind of combat. Turns out I was wrong. So, um, (laughs) my history with this is just what I said, right at the start. Um, I saw a trailer when, oh, that split screen mechanic could be really cool. I'm going to try that. And then I didn't look into who did it. I mean, probably if I did look into Bloober Team, I'd have been like, oh, probably not what I'm expecting. But, uh, because I'm not a huge, I wasn't a huge fan of like Layers of Fear and Observer, right? Yes, that's them um so yeah this is my first bloober team game Jeez.
2: well i just to fall off the back of that i am a big bloober team fan like new bloober team they've been going on the go for like over a decade or something but in the past seven years they've had layers of fear observer the second layers of fear the blair witch game the medium another layers of fear game coming and they've picked up silent hill too and it's utterly exciting that they're doing that because from my point of view i played all the layers of fears these I've also played Observer, and Observer is one of the best narrative, adventure, detective, cyberpunk games. I know that got really oddly specific towards it. it's the. It is the best game with Hunter Howard. It's in the it? best game. It's the only game, Rodgar. It's it's a fantastic game, and you know, I I thought coming into this they've done layers of fear which has got that psychological horrory type thing on the go they've done observer which feels totally different so I was excited to see what else and it is kind of like a it's not either of those two games it's not like they've got a theme or a thing other than like quite engaging storytelling and a way to kind of like manipulate environments and stuff so i was super hyped to be playing this um but super hyped with the acknowledgement that it is, you know, like a, not a triple A title. It's a solid B tier, you know, focus home interactive level game.
3: I knew what I was getting into. I, unlike Craig, I had experience of the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> I hear that was easy. That, that is, that is, a uh, that is something. That's definitely something. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I I did warn you all. <laughs> of doing this recording, but um, I, as a early Xbox Series S adapter or adopter adapter essentially, um, I I found this was one of the uh, this this was there to quench that Game Pass gap, which was quite prominent early in the uh, in the life of it. And as the first sort of exclusive Xbox Series title, because it didn't get previous gen release and stuff. Uh, I had no option but to play this really <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I did finally get rid of the Series S when I realised how, how much you know I don't like looking at puke on the screen so I did get a Series X in the end and um, yeah this This was like the one where I kept thinking, is this the game to push the Xbox forward for me? (laughs) And I had played Layers of Fear at one point, so I knew what I was getting into and what sort of lies I could deceive myself with. But uh, yeah, uh, one of the weird omissions that we had in who made the game was, I know the composer's uh, Arcadius Rykowski, but uh, there was another secret part called... uh, Akira Yamioka, who you may may be familiar with, especially now that they've announced a Silent Hill two remake coming from Blueber Team. So um, yeah, I think that's going to be our point of inspiration for a lot of it. But uh, I, I can't wait to hear what you guys think about this. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> I have no history with Blue Team at all, so this was my first introduction to.
0: Steve. And that's mainly because you're you're not a horror guy, yeah, right?
1: absolutely, um, yeah, pretty much.
0: I, I do want to, like, out of the gate, like, since you're not a horror guy, this did not strike me as horror at all. Like, like there was that one jump scare mm-hmm. with the window, and that's it. Um, wh- how did this strike you as a person that doesn't play horror games?
1: Yeah, I didn't have any problems with it. Like, you know, normally, I think I've said this past, like, proper horror games, I have to take breaks quite often. I'm <laughs> just not not my genre. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it was fine uh, in terms of that. The, the jump scare did get me... Um, And I quite liked, it was more psychological, but there was a good bit of tension built up with the music, um, which I I thought was decent. Uh, And also the bits that came through the PlayStation 5 controller were quite good as well for building that atmosphere.
0: Yeah, that reminded me of uh, Silent Hill with the things coming through the Wiimote. I was like, oh, hey, there was, like Mike said, there was a lot of things that reminded me of Silent Hill with those little touches like the coming through the controller or the way the world would shift or well, having Yama Oak on it, so I'm very curious to see how they do because this almost feels like they made this so they could go, "Hey, Konami, look what we did! Can we, can we have Silent Hill, please?" Um, so, getting into the game, um, who wants to explain the very limited mechanics you get? Um, I could, I could give it a bash. You're the adventure game Probably, guy. But... Go for it.
2: Yeah. So it is. It's it is an adventure game, mechanically speaking. You are a third person. It does not a great deal of inventory management. There's a few keys and bits and bobs to pick up, but the main aim of the game is using a suite of medium powers to navigate an environment that uh, shifts and changes and a trippy. And you go into like the other side, as Dave says, and you've got to basically figure out, you know a thing that happened you got a weird phone call from a spooky person that ends up being dead or something and that's kind of like the the start of the game the the medium powers i'm talking about you've got things like you've got a charged burst which will electrify dead electronics you know um you've got this ability to you know what go and out your body experience and the way this presents itself in the game, and it's probably the most interesting mechanic of the game, is that at certain points you're forced into a split screen where you're controlling a character in the real world and a character on the other side. And physically, the environments are kind of different. So there could be a door on one side and nothing on the other side, but you can't walk through that place because the actions are identical. They're mirrored, not mirrored, they're. Yeah, it's not like a brother's style game things. where you're playing as two no.
0: different people.
2: No, it's it's you're very much doing the same thing, and I I really enjoyed those parts of the game. Uh, it's a wee bit goofy at times when you're watching people, you know, like fall off a set of stairs that's broken and stuff like that. But it, it's a really, like I thought, a really interesting thing that I hadn't haven't can't think of anything that I've seen done quite as well. That's that because it was fairly new to me. Uh, but yeah, so you work through levels, you listen to clues, and you just generally have to for the most part figure out and get clues and information about this person you're trying to hunt down so you speak to different dead people you release them from the the void what do you call that place in between limbo limbo they're in sort of limbo and you find a personal artifact or in their name and you've got a ritual and you release them into heaven or whatever i don't know where they go uh, all that not Pittsburgh. real stuff that's to do. Yeah. Oh, God. Heaven. If heaven is Pittsburgh. No, 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 no. no. It's not
0: heaven. Uh, hell is
2: Pittsburgh. Oh, 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 thank God. Yeah, I was going to say, if heaven's Pittsburgh, I'm going to go and start murdering people and get <laughs> make sure I get to hell. At least then I'll be in Ohio. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so th- that's about it. You figure out clues. There, uh, the only other major mechanic other than that is there's a couple of chase Scenes with a terrifying creature or stealth scenes with a terrifying creature. It's a manifestation of a bunch of different fucked up things. And it's all pretty dark and grim. And I really like it. Okay. (laughs) Fuck! 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 (laughs) I've said it already. Okay. So. It's a better game than The Last of Us Part (laughs) 2.
0: Okay. Wow. Alright. With Craig's hands on the table, we can now make our own choices with our hands. Um. Okay, Uh so right out of the gate, this is ninety percent of a walking simulator, um, to me. Mm -hmm. Thank you. This is there is no interesting video game type activities you will have to partake in. There's barely even puzzles. There's one major puzzle towards the end that is the worst puzzle that I've ever (laughs) done, and it's very boring and it's terrible. But other than that, that, the water one, yeah, like like it puts the water temple to shame. It's just so tedious. I'm glad I'm not... I, when you were playing, playing that, Dave, not not I, I literally
2: messaged, and I was like, I've just got to where I think is near the end, and I've shit the bed on puzzles. Yeah. And it was exactly that warp. I was like, oh, that was just so unnecessary.
0: And even... W- in terms of puzzles, the only one that I think is even of note is the clock. Like, that is... And that wasn't yeah, because yeah. it was a clever puzzle. That was because the visuals were clever as you were figuring out the puzzle. Now, so... Because this is outside of the realm of three out of four people here, uh, Mike, Luke, what are your? If somebody says, "Hey, I've got a really cool walking simulator type game for you to play," what's yeah. your first gut reaction?
3: Oh, be, does it let you shield yourself as you're walking along? Because <laughs> that'd be amazing. If I can do that, it might be the best game I've ever played.
0: <laughs> All right, we got Mike. He's in. God. Are there are. Okay, sure. Um, I mean, it does seem a little harsh to be just calling it a walking simulator, but it's yeah. kind of what it is. And Mike is right. I think, oh, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it isn't, it isn't
2: too harsh. I wouldn't say 90% walking simulator, because you do have that split screen or out-of-body. You've got a bit more puzzle to it. Like, a walking simulator to me is very much... Um, Everyone's gone to the rap Everyone's gone to the rapture, where you actually literally only listen to things, read things, and walk, and it's telling a story. This has a little bit of game to it, but I think it's, for me, a good amount of game, because what this lacks in game, it makes up for in story for a lot of it. Like, I, I was really interested to see what was happening, that my brain forgave some of the kind of like lack of mechanics and then the, the odd times where you do have two things in your inventory i was like holy crap i forgot that inventory i was even like existed do, when do you... i combine
0: these I, I don't know what to <laughs> yeah. do
2: um but yeah so like yeah i, I don't think it's I, I wouldn't say do you like walking simulators you like the medium I think it's more just a, a narrative-driven adventure, as opposed to a, well, a puzzle-driven adventure. I, I thought
0: about it, right, and and I can't compare it to something like Amnesia or Soma because they have mm. more video game elements in them. The only thing I could yeah. compare them to was something like um, What Remains of Edith Finch, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like on the level of Dear Esther or a Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. No. Or Tacoma, like like it's at a Tacoma firewatch kind of dead zone there. Um I do not typically like those games. I find them dreadfully boring. That they hit for me about the same as visual novels do.
3: Um I mean, Mike, you're you're kind of our visual I, novel guru. Well, funnily enough, visuals is one of the key things I was gonna point out here because it all those games you mentioned. Uh, Soma, I think, is the only one I haven't got a, a good idea of. Is that a corridor-based sort of thing?
0: There's there's lots of corridors in it.
3: Oh, lots okay. of water. Well, that's, that's what I would have imagined it might well be. Um, so, all of those... I mean, oh, everybody's gone to the rapture. It feels like, you know, salt. Some sort of, like, homemade salt. Plus some salmon. Plus walking past farm gates. It, oh, it's, that, that's... That's one of the worst games <laughs> I've played for a long time. But in comparison, the medium, some of the some of the setup of just like the angles of seeing things, the nice approaches to especially the external areas are bloody gorgeous, to be honest. You know, if you're going to go for a walk, why not that walk? That's all I say. But in comparison, the internals—I'm not. There's bits, the stairway bits, things like that. Some, some of the, some of it can look good. Some of it can look very brown. <laughs> well, I, I do I want to talk about the brownness. Aesthetics.
0: Yeah,
2: I think I think the 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 brownness and all that. It reminds me of an artist. I think his name is Cliff Bilzinski. Who is it? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Fuck, Dave, I've forgotten. Cliff, oh, Cliff, yes. okay. okay, so. Gears <laughs> because out, yeah. Craig really I'll hates take the me piss. and he's I'll reading take the off piss. my
0: notes. Um, the the world design is based off of a <laughs> Polish painter named Zladislav Biskinski. Um, mm. and his work is phenomenal. If you've never seen any of his stuff, go check it out. You you can see the medium in everything he does, right? Or did yeah. I should say? Okay. It's not like he's a current it, painter.
2: It, his artwork looks depressing and well, dire and otherworldly and it's like I it, was thinking look, Vigo
3: I, the Car when I saw quite
2: a lot. Yes! Like that kind of <laughs> that brown. Except his head doesn't oh my god, when his head pops out the picture, I ran out of the cinema. I was actually crying. <laughs> I had to leave the cinema at Ghostbusters 2. Hence starting
0: Craig's love affair with horror. I know. Well I'm getting into horror now. I'm getting um there. so yeah the the one thing I cannot assail this game on is its visual aesthetics everything looks phenomenal and th- the one that really impressed me and this seems so dumb and banal is when you're in the forest it doesn't look like a video game forest it actually looks like a real forest which is really impressive because that's very hard to do um uh look you were gone for a little bit but uh, in terms of games like this, do you have anything that you're kind of comparing it to as a rubric? Or is this kind of a new thing for you?
1: A, it, it's more of a new thing because it's probably the first game of this style, either Walking Simulator or the, the thriller sort of thing that I've finished okay. completion. Um, so, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I think it looked very good, yeah. Um,
0: on on the same token...
1: Next point. I On the same don't token to to of, of, of
0: the, the uh, aesthetic and world design looking great, and even the creature design. Really like the creature design. Um, you can tell this is, like, like Craig said, this is like a focus home interactive game. There are some weird things like little mechanics and textures and animations that just look like B-tier game. They don't look very polished. So you can tell... It's kind of a mid-tier game.
2: Yeah, I think though no, like the the payoff if you're on a limited budget what they've done with their budget that entire game it has a consistent atmosphere and a consistent look and feel like they haven't fucked it and got really great face animations and the rest of it looks like play-doh. Oh, so more. Done- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh so I I genuinely I think it's for a B-tier game and for that focus home interactive type thing, that's where I would pile this in, not in (laughs) your walking simulators but in like a less active (laughs) murdered soul suspect or something like that. That's fair enough. That game was terrible.
0: That game was average. Averagely terrible. Alright, um, so uh, one thing is, um, and and I, i just out of curiosity, did you guys know this place like Niva? Did you guys know about this? I sound like Jay Leno. It's a real place. It, yeah, like 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 this sparked my and and that's one thing I do want to say is you can tell this is a Polish team making a Polish no, video it's game, it. and that is really cool. A, to me. It did have a oh, sense it? of this is very grounded in whatever country it was made in. At first, you know, you're like uh, it could be anywhere. But once you start seeing places, and I Googled places like Neva and things like that, and it's like, oh, this is really cool. I like games that are grounded in a place, especially if I'm not going to be pressing buttons a lot of the time. I,
1: I think one of the things I found jarring was that the voice acting's English, but it's obviously the cultural side of it doesn't pinpoint. I kinda wish they'd either gone with like Polish and he English has a state side accent, you can definitely tell, yeah. I, I find it a bit weird that especially like the Thomas character, he's got like this really broad like is it a New York accent or you know um it didn't flow with the game. <laughs> yeah. Um well I, I think the voice actors generally were quite good though, apart from maybe sadness.
0: Um Sadness, I, I kind of up in the air, like it's a little kid, yeah, yeah. Um, pro- Props to Troy Baker for doing Maw. Like, I couldn't, I mean, just coming from The Last of Us 2, I couldn't tell that was Joel. And I'm like, man, very good job. Marianne, I also think, fantastic voice acting job.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, not just the, like the characters themselves. Marianne's got a great design. The mall looks incredible. And Sadness, with her missing arm and oh, her jaunty, melted bits. body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, honestly. Like, it gives... it. That's, like, it's tiny wee things, but it adds so much flavour. And again, I'm going to use the C word, but consistency. Like, the whole thing, I think, just does a really good job.
0: And, and the b God, I'm getting all teary, guys. B-teary? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Craig will be here all week. Don't forget to tip your server. Try the potato bar. Now we have a bit of a problem on this episode because we have literally talked about all of the mechanics.
1: We we've missed we've missed one, Dave.
0: Oh, which one did we miss?
1: The uh, so I I nicknamed this game the the vibrator to my wife because it's just like. I think I said to you guys, it's like the guy that made the rumble pack for the N64, joined the team in this one, like, there is no there is no in-between vibration, there is there's maximum vibration, and it happens for every single thing that could possibly... How much rumble, rumble do you wanna, want? You wanna, yes! Yeah. I, I I was playing it next to my wife, and it was, you know the controller was on my lap, and it was like...
0: Yeah, sounds, mm. sounds like a chainsaw at some point like, <laughs> Just constant
3: It's not one of those ones yeah. to leave your pad on the side it? It's, it's it? proper broken <laughs> immersion you Don't put it on like,
0: a cable; it'll scare the crap out of you um i do want uh, the one negative thing i'm gonna ding this on is um just because i'm curious i died a lot on the chase scenes because it's like "Eh, can i go in there yeah can i go in there i died a lot the load times in this are a little interminable they are very long and when you die in 20 seconds because you're just curious about oh hey can i get there it, it it gets it reminded me of Bloodborne when it was first came out, and it was like, well, I lasted forty five seconds, and now I have a sixty second load time. All right. Um, and in contrast to the last,
1: you miss those days though, because you used to get to check your phone and stuff. Like <laughs> modern consoles, you don't have time. Damn for that. fast
0: loading. <laughs> um, the what? Uh, what was I gonna say? Jeez, you threw me right I, off.
2: I found, like, yeah, loading times were bad. I didn't die too often, but the one time that got me a fair few times was towards the end where you've got to lure the the guy up the wee corridor with your out-of-body oh, experience yes. and then really quickly get yeah, back and run the door and the par- Oh, my God. I, I, you die at the slightest thing with that because I was like, you doof a wall fuck, I'm dead. Oh, no, I'm dead again. I'll, I'll
0: give it on the... Oh, that was the one time I thought they very cleverly used your powers. It, it took a, mm-hmm. a bit for me to go, oh, got it. Um. Oh, that's what it was. And unlike The Last of Us, every time you get caught, it is a canned animation. And unlike The Last of Us as well, they are not super generous with checkpointing, and so you will hear Moss say the same thing a lot if you're having trouble or you're just exploring through a chase scene. Don't explore through chasing. Tip number one. But the the
2: the thing is, Ma is like Troy Baker saying, "I want to wear your skin. <laughs> Just let me." I'm like, this is great. Yeah, it'll, <laughs> this it'll, is going to be a
0: nice fit. And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, wow, very good. Um, all right, so I guess we'll talk about the story. Um. It's, the story starts with um, James Sutherland getting a letter from his dead wife uh, while he's looking in a mirror in a bathroom.
3: Oh, Jesus. All right. Silent Hill 2. Whatever.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it, the game starts like Silent Hill 2. You get a call from somebody that's supposed to be dead. Um, anyway, bad joke aside, when did you guys get the hook of like, ooh, okay, I'm curious now.
2: Um, I was curious from pr- pretty early on when sadness rocks up like from that point I was like yeah I'm, I'm down with this and I was even more down with it when the Maw shows up and then I was like oh my god I wish that thing wasn't in this game because now I'm just running for my life um, I, I was in it from quite early on even just the fact that it's this abandoned building which I didn't know was a real abandoned building at the time an abandoned building is always cool, and when you've got two realities
0: to explore in it, I just thought oh, this is great. I love it. Um, yeah, no, I'll give them props. Like, it's an abandoned building, but unlike a lot of other horror things, it's not a hospital, it's not a school, it's yeah. a resort, and that's super <laughs> cool. Um, I when I booted it up, my wife wanted to watch this, so it was something that she sat and watched the whole thing while I played. And luckily, it's not too long, and. I got to the point where I had to look at something on the desk, and then I got that telltale drop in my stomach of like, uh-oh, this is an adventure mm-hmm. game. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. Um, it really wasn't until, and this is a little bit in, it wasn't until I saw the other world where I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I'm curious now. Um, <laughs> all the stuff where you're going to Neva and stuff like that, i like, eh, it's Okay. Um, does anyone want to give a broad overview of the story before we start cracking into the specifics?
2: Hmm. Where well, to start? So, <laughs> uh, you are a medium, Marianne. Your adopted dad coups over who works in a morgue, and you spend your days, you know, like talking to dead people and making sure that they pass over to the other side, okay? You receive a phone call from someone who says, "I need help. Get to this Neva place, please, or Neva, whatever it's pronounced." I think it's with a V. And my name, Neva. My name's Thomas, and I need your help. And you're like, "All right, fine." You get over there. You find out it's abandoned. You meet a creepy dead girl who might know Thomas or might not know Thomas, but you need to do a couple of things with her first. Uh, eventually, it transpires that you have a sister. Who is also a medium, and your dad did some pretty ropey stuff and basically sold his soul to the devil to generate this monster maw, which needs mediums as hosts, and you are the perfect medium to be the host for it. That's why it wants to wear your skin. And the problem with that is, as you progress through the story, you basically learn that you cannot kill this thing, you cannot get rid of it, you're constantly saying, why won't it die? You've dropped things on it. You've ran away from it. It always finds you. Because at the end of the day, it wants you and it's going to get you. And the whole narrative bit of the game is you finding yourself realising that you grew up in this place or near this place and that uh, you, you were intrinsically connected to it and your sister's still there and, you know, yeah, you're going to have to just deal with it.
0: And there are little parts where you play Psychonauts the adult game. Um, in people's mm-hmm. brains, and that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, I I really liked. I really liked Dune's.
2: Like I did, that always interests me and I really liked. And I don't know how you feel about it, but the Dolls House puzzle. Um, I did like the Dolls to, House like, puzzle. That was that was yeah. very cool. Sorry, like like for that for the for our dear reader who's listening. Um, yeah, that was a good the, one. One of the yeah. mechanics in this is you've got to use mirrors to trans transport yourself, I suppose, to the other side. You use a mirror you move someone else at one point there's a doll's house that has a place for three mirrors and you can move the mirror in the doll's house to change where you end up and the other side and it's a really cool like mini puzzle to collect some things and plug them in and stuff it's just a really a really nice wee thing and um, but yeah that entire story is that there's a maniac dad there's another maniac who runs the place and you're just dealing with the shit that they've left because they're all dead. Or one of them has actually converted himself into the mall
0: All right, so uh, my first little ding on this was a very personal preference. Would you guys have preferred if Marianne was an outsider? I, th- I thought about this, and uh, I, I kind of like
2: wavered because I thought if she was an outsider, yeah, it wouldn't have... It's not exactly tropey or cliched, but you end on a dock with a gun and it's you and your sister in the maw and it cuts to black. A hear a gunshot and you just got to figure out or assume that, you know, like it's up to you who did, who got shot, who shooted, who shooted the shooter, or who, got, who got the bullet in the shoot. Um, Boy,
0: Craig, I think, are you okay? I'm fat, a wee bit of a stro- yeah.
2: I had a stroke from trying to describe the story of a game I played a month ago. Uh, so, basically, I think it being Marianne, although it would have been cool being an outsider and you're just witnessing all this unfold, it made the ending far more impactful to have her... Like, I like the fact that she's yeah, tied too. to the place and she was never going to escape it. it. The fact that it's inevitable really it it really got me and you wouldn't be there if you were an outsider cuz the whole reason you're there was because of the Thomas call which was just to get you there you were lured there
0: yeah i, I mean i mean i i get that to some for me i think it would have been more um interesting for me as a kind of almost a lovecraftian uh oh i got involved in something and i have no idea what's going on um I, I'm not gonna say this was bad like like the story is not bad at all. the story was interesting enough and it kept me and my wife like interested the entire time. We immediately had an art not an argument but debated at the end of who shotted the shoot the the catch the shoot hmm. thing whatever Craig said. Um, so I'm curious to see where each of you guys fall, but I, I was a little disappointed there wasn't this is gonna sound like I'm a 10, 10 year old boy. I was a little disappointed there weren't more monsters <clears throat> like the big guy behind the house super cool the big dog with the human face super cool ma super cool Give me give me a little more monsters please i like them they're cool
2: um I I, I can on the monsters yeah I could I, what I thought we were going to end up with was some sort of... Di- I don't know, it was never going to happen, but like a dynamic Mr. X scenario where there's just always something lurking around a corner. But you just get like six set pieces with three different enemies. But they're all really well designed. They all look cool. They are They've very cool. They've all got cool. a point. They're really, they're really, really cool. Like as, as I said said earlier, it hits all the right points for what they threw time, effort, budget style design into to give it that flavour.
0: Oh yeah, and that's why I was just a little disappointed because I do like monster design. It's 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 really good. All right. I don't know exactly how to tackle this because we're not really doing the, the beat by beat story analysis that we normally yeah. do. Um Well, what about your who do you who shot who? Let's start with the end, because it all starts with the dead girl. Oh, that was beautiful, you saucy biscuit. Nah. Um Marianne shot her sister.
1: That's what I think.
0: I I initially,
2: I came off it for about an hour or two. I was like, she shot herself. Surely she shot herself. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, nah, she shot her sister. She had to shoot one. The whole point is, sorry, again, listener, the, the maw needs a medium and is clinging on for dear life. If you shot yourself, your sister would be left to roam the land with the maw permanently attached to her. If you shoot your sister, you kill the maw. You kill your sister, and then you can skip back to New York and continue on running the morgue. Uh, and I thought, if of the two things, if that was me and my brother, even if the ma wasn't there, I would have still shot my brother. 100%. Like, there's no, your
0: brother's a dick. There's
2: no, yeah, there's no way in in on earth that I would ever shoot myself over my sibling.
0: Words to live by.
2: <laughs> I, I think that. that I, <laughs>
1: I think the attachment to um, sadness, the spirit of the sister, is also one of the reasons she would have shot because that would then let sadness pass on, right? But because you you do get the feeling of guilt that she can't help. on. Uh, for me, move it was
0: the main line from the uh, Thomas, I your father, it, it, when he says sometimes you can't save everyone. It's like, oh, okay, got it. That that for me was like the. The dead ringer in terms of evidence of like why she shot her sister. Now, that being said, Mike, where do you
3: fall? Mm, I do not know. I do not... <laughs> I, yeah, I, I really... I'm really stumped at this. I I remember sort of thinking... Uh, I remember being a conflicted thought on what I was actually thinking at this point, and then I suddenly settled with Let's just, let's just forget fit and move on.
0: <laughs>
3: okay. Oh, um,
0: so yeah, this, this is about it guys. Um, I'm sorry. I picked a, a little bit of a dud of a game in terms of discussion. I, I'm
2: glad you did because it's sad. For so long, I bought it physically, bought it, it was wrapped for months and months and months and months. It was just sitting there, and then it got added to Plus, <laughs> and then we decided to play. it. That's yeah, what like, we do. You know, and I, I'm glad you did, because it, it always sat as a thing that I, I really want to try that, but I, I think I might, I don't want to be disappointed, because I've, I've been really, like, Observer was... Uh, unbelievable like I don't want to exaggerate if you like adventure detective stuff and figuring shit out, Observer is phenomenal. And Layers of Fear got me in a psychological oh fuck, that paintings disappeared type Harry Potter way. So I was like, My god, these guys I don't want to be disappointed with because you know I just I just don't and I, and so don't be sorry you picked a shorter to record game because mechanically it's thinner story-wise despite the fact it's thinner we've had a more productive conversation about this than the last of us two on the ending alone and yeah i i just i really enjoyed it i'm super chuffed with it um it's, it's like it's like my wee um what's that what's your phrase so, something that comes out of nowhere but actually hit. turns out the sleeper hit yeah that's the one
0: um all right uh Luke, you want to give your final good thoughts? One, yeah. Since that was good final thoughts.
1: <sighs> yeah, I, I've deliberately been quiet because I don't want to shit on this game. Um, I had a re- realization with this quite early on that immediately reminded me of Silent Hill. Um, I don't really remember much of Silent Hill, but I do remember I didn't play it. I watched somebody else play it, and it was like a thing we did over a couple of weeks. Um, also, as part of playing this game, there's a couple puzzles or things that I, I basically can be asked trying to figure out. So I watched a YouTube video of it, and I let the YouTube video run, and I'm like, I actually find it more interesting watching the video than than playing the game. So I really like the story. I like the way the game looks. I like, I like the, like the whole atmosphere, especially from the PlayStation Five controller. but I think the actual playing in the game just completely. I don't know, it just wasn't enjoyable. The Like, the, the vibration thing with the controller was doom and nothing. Once, like, my wife had pointed it out, it was like, oh, my God. And, like, I, I toyed with turning it off, but then you can't, like, I didn't find the sense thing worked well. So it's like a low-budget game, but I was completely drawn in by the story. Um, <laughs> so do I like it? Yes, but if I was to recommend <laughs> it, I'd recommend enough. you watch a video yeah. Yeah. don't actually play That's the adventure it. game conundrum. <laughs> Um, but it's a good choice. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to shit on it because, like, I, had I had I watched it in a video, I reckon I'd be like, "Yo, oh, this is amazing. I want to see what they're gonna do next." You know. But it's hard to be like that when, when actually playing the game, it doesn't feel like a game. It just feels like a a tag don walk along. And an inventory with, system. Don't forget you the super important inventory
0: with. system. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: batman healing we're good yeah. yeah so as a as a game that you were before saying could be a focus interactive product um i i've always stood by focus interactive not being a not being potentially as good as the rest of you okay i guess it, it's uh, great ideas. Right. and I this like has been tale, the bit either. effect
2: thank you for uh, listening uh,
3: <laughs> but, uh, I, I think this is a slight level above. I, I do, I, I didn't mind it. I mean, it's too intellectual for me because I didn't understand the story whatsoever. But on the same note, I thought it was technically a bit of a mess. I thought uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of good to take from it for. You know, it's a short game, and <laughs> no, but really, it was. It there were bits I liked from it, and it did make me think. As a team, I didn't know much of Bluebird. I thought I, I can give him a chance. I I have good faith that Silent Hill turn out all right. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It didn't really leave an impression. I, I was looking for something at the time with the new Xbox and things, and didn't really deliver. But I wouldn't say necessarily hated it either. Some frustrating bits. That's bit, fair then.
0: enough. Um. I'm very pleasantly surprised by this. I do not like the game. Um, it doesn't feel good in your hands. It has the worst run cycle I have ever uh, seen. Oh, my God. This lady needs someone to pick up her knees when she runs. Uh, Thomas
1: was even worse. It's like, uh, it's
0: Thomas Thomas not run. Thomas moseys. That's the best you yeah. can do. I, um, I don't hate this game, though. I quite liked this game. Like, I like this enough to where I bought a piece of Bekinski Be- art to hang on my wall. Because I love the design of this game. I think the story is really good. And it does have one of the best opening lines to a video game. It all starts with a dead girl. Like, even my wife was like, ooh, that's a good way to start a game. I'm like, you're right, that is. <laughs> I kind of really like this game. Now, that being said, I'll never play it again. I got no. what I wanted to out no. of it. Uh, it will sit on my shelf, and I will go, "Hey, yeah, that had a really good story." And if they make medium two, I'll be very disappointed. But that being said, I liked their character work. Marianne is feels like a fully fledged character. I liked the way she talks to herself, but not in that Aloy way where she's narrating everything she's doing. It, it's it was a very realistic way of writing people. I liked that. Uh, the monster design was fantastic. The game itself is very boring. Um the game felt like legwork to get to what you You remember like uh games in the nineties, right? Remember uh you play in Tekken 3 and you're like, dude, I wanna get all the cinematics unlocked and you're playing a character you hate. It's just kinda like legwork to get to the cool cinematic you wanna see. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Um so no, as a game I don't like it. As an experience, yeah, yeah, this is this this was really cool. I liked this quite a bit.
2: I honestly think this might be the most unique thing ever where you've compared the medium to 90s Tekken. Like, no one in the history of the world (laughs) has done that before. Now,
0: the one thing (laughs) I'll take away from it is it is not a better Zelda than Zelda. So, it does Mm, have that. That's true. All right. So, sorry for the shorter episode, but if you would like to suggest a game for us to look at, you can do so at TheBitEffect.com. If you would like to support the show... Find a dead relative. Contact a medium. Say, hey, there's this really cool show I like. They'll tell your dead relative. They'll tell all the other dead people. And we'll have the best audience ever. Other than that, (laughs) gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. And partaking. And uh, next, we are doing something I'm really, really looking forward to. And that is Ghostwire Tokyo. I... I have been eyeballing that game since I saw the word Shinji Mikami. And I'm like, ooh, I'm really excited for that. So, uh, if you would like to play along with the show, next month's games are going to be Ghostwire Tokyo and Weird West. Because there's nothing cooler than yokai hunting people and cowboys. I think. Don't quote me on that. All right, gentlemen. Since we just announced it, which game do you think you're going to prefer? Let's let's see if we have any uh, psychic powers.
2: I've got I've got a bit of a weird one because I'm really looking for like I'm really looking forward to both to the point where if it gets to next month and I'm like even disappointed slightly by one of them I'll be just disappointed. Uh, in terms of theming, Ghostwire Tokyo is going to be flipping amazing, and then mechanically I think Weird West might take it. So that's my personal thoughts. All right, Luke, your
0: predictions. Uh- I've
2: played Weird
1: West. I haven't played Ghostwire Tokyo, so I can't I can take part. But I'm looking forward to talking about both.
2: Look, I haven't played either. I'm just guessing based on the fact that one looks really cool and one looks like it plays really cool. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's going to be a good chat. Mike! What about you, Mike? Oh, it's horrible. Why do you say this to me? You know, I'm a Well, because
0: there are four people and we did two and I'm the left one.
3: <laughs> Uh that's gonna be Ghostwire Tokyo, isn't it? <laughs> I need to try that and then see what it's like. But I have started. You don't need to try that,
2: it, so. Mike. You need to actually play it. Like just <laughs> just don't download the demo. I don't know. Um
0: yeah, I'm gonna say I'm kind of uh gonna be with Craig. I'm gonna love playing Ghostwire Tokyo, but I'm gonna think the flavor of Weird West is cooler. So we shall see. Until next time, thank you very much for listening. And don't go exploring Polish amusement parks at night. It's bad. Yeah.
2: I can't believe most of our audience is dead. Bye, Grandpa. I love you so much. I miss you. Wow. Craig,
0: Craig, Craig, that was Hitler. That wasn't oh. Grandpa.